Brighton Festival Radio Podcast. So I'm here with uh, children's and family programmer, Pippa Smith. Good afternoon. Hello. So just tell us first off a little bit about the Peacock Poetry Prize, which is going to be happening, or the prize winners are going to be drawn towards the end of the festival, the deadline's approaching. What's actually the theme for this year? It's obviously based on the guest director. Yes, this is a new concept, actually, the Peacock Poetry Prize, and we're hoping it'll run every year, although obviously the theme will change depending on the on the director. Um, it's a collaboration with Basvik, the Brighton Hove Sixth Form College, and it is aimed at young people between the ages of 11 and 26, and the uh, theme is liberty. There's all sorts of rules, but they're on the Brighton Festival website, and then there'll be a process of shortlisting, uh, judging, and a nice reception at the end for the winners. And what's the prize? I'm not telling you. <laughs> it's <Okay>. nice. <laughs> cryptic, cryptic. Well, I can't wait to find out what the mystery prize is. And moving on then, um, tell us a little about the Draw Me a Bird, which is going on on the 14th of May. That's a festival premiere, isn't it? It is. It is a festival premiere. It's a company called Pertetra, uh, the French word perhaps, and they have actually done a show here before, which was called The Bug and the Butterfly, which was an extraordinarily piece for young people um, based on the poems of Lorca actually but incredibly accessible everybody loved it It was just beautiful the story of a bug who was in love with a butterfly and it was just so pretty and um, they were so good that I decided that they were a company that were really worth supporting and encouraging so we've actually commissioned this piece from them and um, it's for six plus and it's at the Salis Benny and it's called Draw Me a Bird but it's actually about although I don't know how much of this you'll find out because their stories do tend to twist off their original concept but uh, it's about the day that Pablo Picasso met um, the French poet and screenwriter André Prévert and presumably one said to the other draw me a bird and that was their sort of starting point much of the script is translated from French but actually it's not spoken in French it's spoken in English with a tiny nod to the French from the preview I saw it's so amusing and light and that's so that's coming up on the 14th of May after that we've got Play Please, which is coming up on the 21st of May, which is uh, put together by an Italian company. Yeah, the Italian company are called TPO. I'm not going to attempt to tell you what that is in Italian, but it's something like theatre company. <laughs> and um, they are doing a show called Play Please, and we're very, very fortunate in getting the the newly owned, with new owners, um, Old Market Arts Centre for that. And that's because the new owners of the Old Market Arts Centre um, really liked the look of the show and felt that it entirely fitted with the sort of work that they were hoping to put on there. Um, you are surrounded by screens, it's a young people's show, and you're actually, as a young person, you're in the show. The, the parents sit on benches at the back. I've, I've not seen the show because this is a premiere um, in England, uh, but I've seen their previous work, and it's very, very engaging and involving. Each child gets a rubber stamp on their hand and if for example they get a cross on their hand then they go and stand on the cross in the stage. So each group of children is standing in a different area and the performance happens all the way around them. Uh, So it's a very involving, engaging, interactive piece. Sounds brilliant, actually. Yeah, I think I'm quite looking forward to going and seeing that myself. Yeah. Don't know about the children. And also, you've got the uh, Shakespeare's Globe uh, production company putting on the outdoor picnic event of As You Like It. Yeah, Shakespeare's Globe are, are coming back again. Um, this is their fourth year. Uh, they're going to be in St Nicholas uh, Road Rest Garden, which is um, opposite St Nicholas uh, Parish Church, just up Dyke Road from the Clock Tower. Really, really central. 
and um, people are invited to bring a picnic, sit on the grass and we put deck chairs at the back and people on rugs at the front. We sort of organise our audience depending on their furniture and uh, this year it's As You Like It which is a real crowd pleaser actually for an outdoor show. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about that, you know, it's, as you like it, as people know, it's the story of um, Rosalind and Celia and the two blokes and lots of confusion and it will be a great introduction for Shakespeare for the family because uh, Shakespeare's Globe, they make sure that every single word that Shakespeare hopefully did write, but the first folio, every single word you get, it's, it's just, it's always a delight. As long as there's no rain and we've got lots of sunshine and some nice picnic rugs. Yeah. Yeah, but people are very stalwart Brightonians, actually. If they come see their Shakespeare with their picnic, they'll put their brolly up and they'll sit it out. Also, obviously, another outdoor event and the grand finale event, I guess, entirely of the festival lineup is the uh, the Freedom Picnic, which we're all very excited to hear about how the uh, recital of the Human Rights Declaration is going to go down. Yeah, well, the Freedom Picnic is in Queen's Park and it's on the old bowling green and basically you bring along a picnic. I mean, that's all it is, but I do think it's a, a, rough, a lovely chance for people to celebrate their uh, the end of their own festival with other festival goers. So I think in itself it would stand as an event of just of community really but right at the heart of it at three o'clock is a recital of the Declaration of Human Rights by Monica Ross and that is billed as an act of memory and as recitation by the people of Brighton. So although Monica Ross has learned the entire Declaration of Human Rights which is 30 articles some of which are very wordy all of which are incredibly powerful because actually until you hear it you don't know what all your rights are. Um, Monica invites people from the community that she, she does it in to come along and do it in their own languages. And that's not the first time Monica will have done this. She's a bit of a pro, a seasoned professional at this. It's, it's her, her, she has dedicated herself to, um, to celebrate the 60th anniversary of the writing of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Uh, she's done it in Berlin, she's done it in New York, she's, doing, she's done it at the House of Commons. I mean, all sorts of people get wind of this and they ask her to come along. And it is a phenomenal act of memory, actually. So basically, if people lose their nerve about the one that they think they've learned, but they've suddenly forgotten they were going to do in Spanish no, it, it will be said by Monica in English um, so what usually happens is that Monica will say the right in English and then maybe two or three people will stand up and say that particular article in their own language I mean I have seen it done I've seen one of the former incarnations and including you know articles done in sign language and, I mean it's very very powerful but uh, I mean just I just love the fact that we're doing it out in the open air so we're saying look you know, as Zhang Sang Su Chi says, you know, use your freedom to promote ours. And I think it's what the, that's why we called it the Freedom Picnic, because we are saying these are the freedoms that we have that they, re they don't have in Burma today. That sounds like a great way to finish up the festival. Thank you very much for talking to us. Thank you, Jo. For more details and highlights of this year's event, visit brightonfestival.org.